following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Colts fans. Yay. In Bill's land. Do something, Buffalo. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and I am joined by my uh, my my ever pleasant favorite cult fan in Bill land, uh, Mr. Brandon Rogers. Brandon, happy uh this drops on wednesday so happy wednesday to you how are you i'm not bad you know uh it's uh it's a wednesday peak off season you know uh, ballard, ballard hasn't done anything in the first day and a half of the uh what is it the uh legal tampering period so you know cold stations all the sky is falling you know uh, what the hell do something it's only been seven years of, of him doing this but you know what else is new I think they were hoping that maybe he would turn a new leaf, you know, after just being bailed out. Um, somehow we did, we did something the first two, the first day. I mean, come on, you know that that's that's unlike him. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I said something I, really bad, and the in our message that I deleted, <laughs> I deleted um, because I'm again I'm trying to be a better person, but I was just. I was just astounded at the first major move with $1.8 million in cap space that the Colts had um, go for a kicker. Who's uh, pretty good, but uh, not the highest of priorities, especially when we had a pretty decent one in chase McLaughlin last year. But in the past, how frustrated have we been with kickers in Colts history? Now we've got probably, you know, a top three kicker in the league right now. Potentially, potentially. I mean, I just, I, again, I guess I don't know the the semantics, the meetings, the thought process, but uh, Chase was pretty good last year for us. Really good. He was. The, the he, pro- was. he legit won us the Denver game. Not that that amounted to anything, but in retrospect, it, uh, it, it just, I, I don't know. Ballard's a big pay your own guys kind of thing. And I know Chase came in and filled in for Rodrigo. Um, Chase, what really wasn't the issue is well, the offense. I couldn't get the ball yeah. within beyond the the 50, <laughs> beyond the 50 or let's say 45 yard line. You know, but uh, again, we, we don't know what happened. We, we could have been negotiating with Chase and maybe he was striking a harder bargain than we, we thought. Maybe he didn't want to stay in Indy. You know, maybe he wanted to kind of see what was out there for him. He was right. a free agent. So instead of maybe sitting around and seeing what he did, we went out there and got the best damn kicker in the market. 
I'm not mad at that. Maybe Ballard was trying to close both deals and whoever one finished first, finished first. And heck, we got a pro bowler at one of the positions that we really needed. You know, if Chase were to walk and go someplace else and we would have been stuck sitting there with the, you know, our dicks in our hand, like, uh, what, what, what do we do now? Uh, everyone would have been crapping on Ballard then, you know, now he went out, he got the best kicker available and people are still crapping on him. It's, it's, uh, it's a lose, lose in my book, I guess. Yeah, just not my first thought, especially the highest paid, you know, kicker. We're trying to cut back. I don't know. I just the priorities seem wrong, but you're probably you're you're probably right as far as just trying to get something locked in. Um, I mean, after watching, you know, uh, Blankenship, you know, screw us so many times. Vinatieri in his last year missed so many big kicks for us. I'm kind of happy that Ballard went out. Sign a great kicker. He's not a good like people are kind of underestimating his skill. He was a pro bowler last year. He is a phenomenal kicker. And yeah, we paid him, we paid him a lot, but you look at some of these other kicker contracts, and he's right up there with it. It's not something absorbent. We're not gonna have to pay a quarterback in the next four years. It, it wasn't an awful contract looking back at it. I know, you know, the first uh you see the tweet come across, oh, we signed a kicker to the biggest contract. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell are we doing? Like, looking back at it, being able to digest, I feel a lot better about it than I did when I first heard about it, for sure. Well, that's good. You are the optimist. I am. I am. I'm optimistic that the Bills are going to suck, but nevertheless. Oh, God. Um. <laughs> so that was the first, that was the uh, the very first thing that uh, really, truly happened. Uh, we did lose some pieces as of Monday. Uh, Bobby Okereke is now with the uh, Chicago Bears. He signed a pretty good deal there. Big market for line. No, uh, the future Hall of Famer, Bobby Okereke. Okereke went to the Giants. That's all. Oh, shoot. You're right. Somebody who went to the Bears. Um, uh, Jermaine Edmonds from the Bills went to the, went to oh, the Bears. Oh, I thought it was somebody with the Colts. My apologies. You are right. It was with the Giants. Um, pretty good move on their end. Uh, you know, it's, we kind of knew that was coming. We were wondering who was going to be the sacrificial lamb. Uh, we have a good linebacker core. I, you know, there's always that, that, that nice, no, you know, nice knowing that we'd have, we've had four quality line, at least four quality linebackers on our roster, uh, in the case of somebody getting hurt. But yeah, this was a move that it just, with the Colts in apparent rebuild mode after some of the roster moves that we've had as of quote unquote today, it's an understandable thing to kind of let Bobby walk, not take the team friendly deal and go make the money that he feels that he should make. So, um, so an excellent move there. Uh, Somebody else moved somebody else. I feel like somebody else moved. Let's see. Um, We re-signed EJ speed, which is great. Yes. Yep. Anti-Quan Lewis, both of them, actually. Yep. That's right. Yep. Uh, pretty, very team-friendly deals. The Taekwon Lewis one was, I think, only like 2.1 mil. And EJ Speed was pretty, it was really on the low end. That was, I mean, really the the day one wrap-up. Also, uh, oh, we did lose one other person, too. Brandon Faison. Um, I know everybody's oh, really heartbroken about geez. that. I almost forgot about it. Um, I just wanted to make sure everybody... Um, Everybody knew that Brandon Faison is is gone. I mean, they didn't hear the parade going off after that tweet went up. No, 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 nope. 
What, what's Matt Pryor's situation? When's he going to fucking piss off? Um, <laughs> no, he's not still on the team, right? He was, he was a one-year rental, right? Oh, God. I hope so. Better be. If he's still on the team, I'm not happy. <laughs> I am not happy. <laughs> to just undo everything? Yeah. So there's that. Um, all right. And, of course, some of the big moves that happened as of yesterday – quote unquote. Uh in the probably the most shocking heartbreaking move, heartbreaking move. Uh Stefan Gilmore is one and done in Indianapolis. He oh. has been traded to the Dallas Cowboys uh for a fifth round compensatory pick. Uh I almost bought his jersey last year. All right. Yeah he deserved it. I, I was really close. I almost bought one when I was in Indianapolis in December. Uh, was it December? Yeah, it was December. And uh, kind of glad I didn't because what <laughs> the hell? I uh, tough. I mean, that's that's a tough break. It, it freed up nine point nine million dollars in cap space. He had a tremendous year. I mean, year. probably the best player on our team in 2022, which isn't saying a whole heck of a lot, but he did. He put up Pro Bowl numbers and represented the horseshoe well. It's just unfortunate uh, that we could not make something happen. We, you know, or just try and keep, especially for a fifth rounder, you know, he, I get it making cap space, but we just opened up, excuse me, the Colts have opened up a, another position that is in desperate need um, of a look. I think that's what it hurts the most. I mean, he was, like you said, the best player on our team last year. He single-handedly won us the, the Denver game. Um, uh, There's another game, too, where he had the pass breakup. Raiders, oh, the, Raiders, the Raiders, Raiders game. Yeah. Uh, he, phenomenal. He he played his ass off. Um, And I think this is a situation to where he wanted to go to a contender, knowing that we're probably going to be starting a rookie, uh, not thinking that we, we had uh, any kind of you know, playoff hope or not. Um, we probably did right by him by putting him to a contender like Dallas, um, a perennial contender like Dallas. Who, you know, they fall flat on their face, but they could really use a good corner opposite Diggs. And, you know, looking at the, the the capital that we got back at first, again, when I heard it, my reflex was like, well, only a fifth. But you got to think about it. Ramsey just got traded for a, a third, you know, yeah. a couple of days ago. Ramsey is five years younger. Uh, better at this point than than Diggs are than Gilmore is. Gilmore has uh, I think twelve million against the cap, a twelve million dollar cap hit, one year left on the contract. Uh, to whereas you know Ramsey had a couple more years left, it it wasn't a a bad move on Ballard's part. You know, for him to get a fifth uh, was was pretty good. Got kind of clear the, the the cap space. Um, but like you said, it opened up that need at corner, which we needed anyway. You know, I, that was probably our fourth most pressing position uh, going into the offseason. Yeah. Now it's right up there with quarterback. Uh, Kenny Moore, who's also like probably out the door. And Isaiah Rogers are the only two, I think, corners that have experienced like in-game good experience right now. So, yeah, man, we need some corners with that. I mean, how, how are you feeling at this point? You know, with with the team's outlook, I mean, is this is this? I know it's still early. We're, we haven't even hit the official, you know, part of this all yet. But is next year pretty much a wash in your opinion? No. Um, and well, I'll tell you, if if we get a rookie quarterback, I wouldn't say it's a wash. 
because they're going to try and develop that rookie. They're going to try and, you know, it's really that that year's about seeing his growth and seeing them uh, kind of rise up and, and become the, the quarterback that we all hope that they do. That's if we go with a, a rookie. Now, people, skeptics, uh, are out there saying, man, the, the Colts are, are kind of clearing a, a good amount of, of cap space. Um, and then I keep on seeing Lamar Jackson posted underneath those tweets, which it's not outside the realm of possibility. We haven't been one of those teams ruled out of, of the Lamar sweepstakes. Right. I know that um, from, from all accounts saying, you know, if the team's going to try and make a bid at Lamar, it's going to be a little bit after free agency starts. Um, not only because you don't want to tie up that much amount of money to, to one player before you start signing people. But I mean, if, if this is a way to, to kind of make some cap space for, for Lamar, getting rid of a, a cornerback, an aging cornerback uh, on a one-year uh, contract, great. Um, our defense was really good last year. Missing Gilmore is going to hurt a lot. But you, you get some young corners on in there. In that kind of system that we have, that three, that two shell to where, you know, we really rely on safeties as well. We have a great safety tandem in, in Blackman, and hopefully Cross kind of comes into his own. Yeah. Um, I I could see us not punting next year like a lot of people kind of thinking we are. If our defense can kind of still hold their weight, carry the water like they did last year, or Shaq Leonard coming back, and maybe we get Lamar and go on a deep run. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, possibly, but there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot more that has to happen. I just, yeah, you know, there's still a lot more pieces, and especially a lot more cap room that has to be held up. We're not even uh, Indianapolis is not even in the top ten uh, right now. It, it was Uh-oh. at one point eight before everything. I think we're up to twenty six point nine. Lamar's asking for three years. I think it comes in at thirty. Oh God, he posted it today, 133, which amounts to like 41, 42 a year. Yep. Um, well, at least that's what he was asking for the Ravens because somebody blew his numbers out of proportion. Uh I'm All almost takes- at I'm almost at that point. I'm almost at yeah. that point. I, I'm I'm kind of close. It's so difficult because my thing with Lamar Jackson is this issue. MVP, yes, one hundred percent. Um one of the most dynamic and talented players in the NFL today, if not the most a hundred percent. But I feel like, I feel like a lot of the things with Lamar with the contrast stuff have been, I mean, just blown out of proportion as far as why teams aren't committing. I mean, that's, I think the Ravens were offered a, a, a pretty fair, uh, you know, were offered a pretty fair deal to take, but Lamar's health is always going to be the biggest concern because this yep. is two years in a row, right? Two years in a row that the Ravens did not make the postseason because Lamar was injured in the back half or quarter of the season. Um, I understand not wanting to pay full full guaranteed money as a biz- on the a business side of things. I completely understand that. Plus, you equate, you know, if we if the Colts did make a move for Lamar. What does our offensive line look like? Can we afford a quality offensive line that can protect him um, properly? Who's he throwing to? And, and stuff like that. Now, the idea, the dream of a Lamar Jackson, Jonathan Taylor run, uh, mm. tandem is With Shane Sagan's offense. Oh, my God. It's salivating. It really is. And honestly, again, I would not hate it. I would, I would 
revel in it. Um, especially with the way the things are looking with the draft currently, we something we got to we got to configure and 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 discuss about. But um, that is an option. That's probably option B. Like B or C yep. right now, like as far as what what the what the Colts can do, but um, Lamar to me, it's it, Lamar is the only vet quarterback that I would I would take in being QB one in two thousand and twenty three. I'm right there with you. Like you said, I think he's option B in my book too. Um, maybe even like one B. If I, I were to get a tweet saying, hey, the Col- the Colts are in talks with Lamar Jackson, I'd flip out. I'd parade around my house. I'd text all my stupid Bills buddies, suck on that. We're going to the Super Bowl. It'd be madness here. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. The only thing that would hurt would be going into next year knowing, all right, we paid Lamar. Now now we have to pick between JT and, and Michael Pittman um because we're not gonna be able to afford both maybe franchise tag jt which because i know that running back franchise tag is cheap but yeah people are gonna have to get paid um i know that our cap situation looks a lot better next year than it does this year our offensive line i think will be better without having a statue quarterback back there so i'm not too worried about that i know uh, ryman is coming into his own i think he's gonna be a really good left tackle um if we can get a good decent right guard that's not matt Pryor. Uh, uh, man just saying that name put a bad taste in my mouth (sighs) i think i think ryan kelly moves on from us this year yeah he's been his his name has been rumored to be traded away so that would be trade i think we're fine i think i mean that's fine in the backup yeah yeah pinter could be great um there's a couple options i like for center as well in the draft um and Big Q's going to bounce back. So I'm not too worried about the offensive line. We've got weapons too, man. I mean, Pierce is coming into his own. Pittman's a dog. Uh, Jelani Woods. I mean, the, the cupboard's not bare. Yes, we could use some some retooling. If we can get a nice slot receiver in the draft. Um, oh, my God. There's a kid, uh, Mingo, who, who's a, a little A.J. Brown. He, he's awesome. I think he'd be great in the slot out of Old Miss. Uh, if we can somehow get Paris Campbell back on the low. You know, we just saw that. Uh, who's the receiver for New England that just signed with Las Vegas? Um, was Kobe it Myers? Myers. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was supposed to be the best wide receiver on the market, and he just signed for like $11 mil a year. If wide receivers going this cheap this year, I'm pretty sure we could strike a bargain with Campbell. I'm not – I'm feeling better about that signing than I did earlier uh, earlier this morning, yesterday. Um, man, I mean, if we can really – if we can strike and get Lamar – I'm telling you, we can make some some decent noise and probably uh, make a nice little run. But he's still only my option B. Yeah, I mean, obviously the natural thing is to get a to get a rookie quarterback. I want a rook, damn it! I want a rook. I think we all do. I, th- I, yeah, it's. But the Colts' per- position is precarious uh, right now. I last and Frank. Yeah. I don't see. I told you. I told you. You did. You're up. I'll save it for the rant. You guys just save it for the rant. I try to tell you, um, Frank Reich is a he's a bastard. Uh, <laughs> he's a bastard. Uh, in all seriousness, though, the Carolina Panthers did trade up for that number one overall pick. Uh, gave up DJ Moore. I think their first this year, and maybe a first next year. 
uh, to, to yep. move on to and, and some more. A couple of first overall. Yes. Uh, And there is, you know, a chance that the Panthers will trade out of it, but they're obviously going to probably look for a bigger haul than they gave away. I would imagine that's kind of how that stuff gets. They'd have to get something significant in exchange for it. Um, I don't think there's anybody in this draft class that is worth uh, making – that move as far as quarterbacks go that I guess to move up to number one, I don't think there's anybody worth it. Um, I don't even know if there's anybody truly worth trying to make a move with Arizona uh, right now. I don't, I maybe potentially, but Arizona right now knows how desperate Indianapolis is. Um, they, 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 they probably do. And they would, if I was Arizona, I would put a high price tag on it. If, if they wanted to move out, they can, they they could go defense, but it, they 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 know that Chris Ballard's job is on the line. If he if you know depend probably on the line if he doesn't make a move at a, a, a move at a younger quarterback this year. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, Arizona you know, they're starting off new. They've got their their defense. They want to kind of get some studs on there. You know, would you rather you know trade back with? Uh, Indy in a draft that's there's not a lot of great blue chip prospects in it trade back one spot with Indy you're still going to get the best player in the draft because you know these quarterbacks aren't the best players in the draft going at it four, you know you're going to get the best player available like regardless of position you're going to get Will Anderson who's probably the best player in the draft um, I know Jalen Carter is going to slip because of you know his uh, drama uh, Miles Murphy an end who's awesome you're going to get one of those three guys now, if you go back a little bit further, I think maybe Vegas, maybe not now that they've got Jimmy G, would want to do do something, move on up. Um, I think Vegas is is fine. The team that I'm concerned most about is Tampa. Uh, I feel like Tampa's got to move up. I know there's some talks about them reaching out to get Baker Mayfield. But again, if you're Tampa Bay, uh, why would you, you know, that's fine. You got Kyle Trask, you got. Um, unless you feel confident with him, you know, or Baker, but you think you want a rook just to get your kind of future set up. Uh, I don't know who else really. Would... I think Tampa Bay's like punting this year. Uh, next year draft class for quarterback is so good. Yeah. I think they're going to try and position themselves to to make the to get the top pick next year. Right. They're starting selling pieces on off already. They're getting rid of their offensive line. Um, uh, defensive players are going. I really think that they're going to try and start Kyle Trask in order to go like zero and seventeen next year. Uh, it 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 would not surprise me. Um, let's see who else. I mean, we got to also be aware. I think Tennessee uh, is yeah, a team that can move up. Me. I know that they but talked. What's if that? they move that far back, they're missing out on so many good players. That's why I think you know Chris Ballard can kind of just sit back and call, kind of call their bluff. Like, okay, yeah, all right, trade back with them. I'm okay taking a Will Levis. And or to Anthony Richardson, I'm okay with either of those guys. I'm not going to give you much of uh, my our draft capital in order to move on up. Now, if they say, "Hey, give us a third, and we could swap on back," hey, do that every day of the week. Uh, send Kenny Moore on over there. Kenny Moore and the fourth for the third. Kenny Moore loves their their new head coach again, and when he was back in Indy, yes, um, you know, do that. Uh, put in a Kelly. You know, trade a player. Don't trade a premium pick. I, I don't want a second round pick to move up one spot you know, i don't want a future first to move up one spot not even a future second to move up one spot 
third or lower, I'm fine with. We just got a fifth uh, from Dallas. Maybe we're going to use that to leverage something. Two fifths in, in in the fourth, I'd be okay with. Um, nothing, nothing premium. Because again, you know, if it comes down to it, I'm okay with Will Levis. If, if you miss out on Anthony Richardson, yeah, I I, I love Richardson, but I, I love Marvin Harrison Jr. next year more. No, that's I mean, that's true. I me, I mean, I I know I'm just a guy on my couch, but I'm kind of like want everybody but Will Levis, and actually more so, I I don't like the idea people that are are talking about uh Hendon Hooker. Yeah, I'm not I'm not on board with that personally. No. No. I think that's that's silly and and ridiculous. That's like going for Jacob Eason. I think the dude's up there in age, just coming off of an ACL injury, right? That's that's where he's at. And I just, why, why do yeah. that? Yeah, had, had he not torn the ACL, I was great with like I would have drafted Hendon Hooker with a fourth overall pick, right? If he was healthy, you know. But he he is he's older. I think he'd be 27 next year when he, when he's able to be like I have a full healthy like off season. I'm not with that at all. Um, no, no. Give me Will Levis over Hendon Helker any day of the week. Chris Ballard's job, whether he he wants to admit it or not, it it absolutely, absolutely depends on getting some kind of quarterback for the future. For the future, you the Colts cannot go into 2023. Uh, in, in some tank mode, it, it's going to have to be one of these top four guys. I, I so Hendon Hooker is completely out of the picture, uh, no matter what fans say. I just, I don't know. It, it's a it's a tough predicament. Uh, Ballard and Steichen and all of them have to do their due diligence. I just don't want to draft the guy just to look in the draft next year. That's that's okay. my biggest worry. You know what I, you know what I mean. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, all right, so say we we do we we get uh, Anthony Richardson, we get a Will Levis, and they they don't perform how we how we thought they perform, um, and we end up with another top five pick. And next year's quarterback class is supposed to be really good. Do we do we swing again at another quarterback, or do we try and no? Let's let's keep keep our guy. What happens then? I... Then is Chris Ballard on the hot seat again? Because all right, well, no, no, that quarterback didn't. I think if he misses this draft somehow, some way, I think it's it for him. I would be I would be surprised if 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 they draft a quarterback this year and the team has no like does not look like there's any signs of hope. I think Ballard's done. Whoever they pick this year, I feel has to hit. Um and it doesn't necessarily have to be a division championship. Um but just a guy who looks and makes the offense fun and exciting and looks like somebody you can build around. Um, it's, it's, it's this or, or bust, I guess. I mean, Ballard has to, I feel like has to hit and he keeps, he keeps doing that deflection thing. Oh, you know, if I pick the wrong guy, uh, uh, you guys will be running me out of town. Motherfucker. Everybody wants to run you out of town as it is. You got to make something happen here. I think though, if he knew, all right, this is it. Like, I need to hit on this. You don't think he would have been more aggressive and, and try to get to that number one spot? I just, sure I, I don't. Guy. I think he is his own worst enemy. I think he is over overly cautious. But I, would would you want to give up what Carolina gave on up to, to to move on up to take a Stroud who may or may not be the guy or? 
Anthony Richardson might fall to us at four, and they that might be who they're, they've been looking at all this time. Possibly. And he's still going to be a, a year to your project. Like, what? It, it's such a – I don't envy him at all. No. At all. No. His, his, his spot is tough. I just – like, this had to be the year. Like, okay, we're going to get that top five pick, and then we're going to go for a quarterback in, in this year. And I guess every year is a crapshoot, no doubt. But uh, – I don't know. Like it was so nice, you know, look, looking back at some of these other these recent draft classes, and there's like a couple like really talented guys, uh, like big name guys, and a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of the guys, uh, the, the quarterbacks coming out this year are like one year wonders, you know, or, or like really one great year. You oh. know, even the sizing thing is like concerning me. It, it shouldn't. That. It shouldn't, but it it kind of is. I mean, think about it in the, in the last couple of years. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was taking 10th, you know, uh, Trubisky was taken ahead of him. Wentz was taken ahead of him. Those were the, the canvas prospects. Mahomes was, uh, maybe he'll be good. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, he had Baker taken ahead of him, Darnold taken ahead of him and, uh, uh Rosen. <laughs> it's it just, it's such a crapshoot. Maybe sitting at four wasn't the worst leveraging all that, you know, draft capital towards someone who's going to be a bust. It's, it's crazy. It's not a science. And it's just, again, I'm not jealous of the spot that these guys are on. Are in. You know, really hanging your hat on, on this, this, this person's unknown, not knowing how it's going to turn on up. There's not an Andrew Luck, a Trevor Lawrence in this one. And it's just, it, I'm lucky. I'm very happy that we didn't leverage the farm to try and move on up to number one. Yeah. As much as it pains me, like, man, we may miss out on somebody. But looking at the in the past, odds are we, we didn't. I just uh, the, the ability to have options is is that's basically that's it. yes. You and, want and, those and, options. You want to know. What I, I, know. Want. I know I made the right choice because I had the choice to make that choice. Correct. You have those options available to you in a in a in a draft class. I don't know if I said this to you or somebody else, but um, in a draft class where there's that you know there's four good quarterbacks. I don't want the JP Lossman of a group. You know, I don't want to be have to be stuck with the JP Lossman of a group where I had the options of grabbing a Big Ben, a Phil Rivers, or an Eli Manning. If you catch my drift, again, top four, you know, four decent quarterbacks, quality quarterbacks. Um, and to just get stuck with whoever's left is not the position that I I'd want to be in. So it is you know, nice to have same, those options. On that same thing, you know, you had uh, Trevor Lawrence get drafted and then uh after him it was uh Wilson, uh Zach Wilson, yeah, Mac Jones, and then Justin Fields. Like, okay, yeah, we we all knew Trevor Lawrence is gonna be good. And then Fields went last, when right now he's probably looking to be one of the better out of all of them. Or no one thought Mahomes was gonna be better than Wentz or Trubisky when when they were drafted. Oh uh, Watson was, it was Watson. Good. Sorry, Watson and Trubisky. Yeah. You know, it's but... it's nuts. Yeah, it's I don't know. Again, options, options, yeah. options. It's if if Baylor didn't have like this history, I, I think of being cautious, cautious in 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 drafts. I think he is pretty cautious. He's had a lot of good. Pe- he has had good pieces fall into his lap, but I I would be more, I would be more trusting. I, I, again, you know, a plain devil's advocate. The guys had a hell of a draft. 
He's picked hell of a – no one thought Darius Leonard was going to be what he was. Right. You know, everyone kind of knew Big Q was going to be what he was, but no one saw JT. Everyone had a shot at JT. You end up being the best runner in that class. Uh, Pittman is a dog, no matter what people want to say about him. Paris Campbell it was a big miss. Um, but you, you look at guys like, uh, you know, he traded for, for Buckner. That that was a big swing that, that landed. Yeah. He, he is cautious to a, to a T. But a lot of the failures of the Colts, you, you can't really put at his feet through the draft. I put it through him not being aggressive for a quarterback. After Luck retired, uh, we've just been in this limbo, which sucks. And he tried to band-aid it over time. You know, with Rivers, it worked. With Carson, and it didn't. With Brissett, it didn't. With with Matt Ryan, it definitely didn't. And that's that's going to be, you know, his, his cross to bear. Um, and unfortunately, this quarterback decision may be the final nail in the coffin, whether it's a, a good one or a bad one. It's, it's going to be what decides his job. Yeah, no, it is going to be an interesting, let's see, month and 12 days. 40, I think we're at 47 days for the yeah. draft. April yeah. 27th is where all eyes are on. Thursday, April 27th. Uh, it's coming up quick. It's coming up quick. The madness of free agency has only just begun. Uh, so keep an eye out. If there's any major movements, uh, I Brandon and I will put out another episode. If there's a. Oh, shoot. We didn't even talk about Matt Ryan. We didn't. It did a little bit. We did a little bit. Um, should we do it like an in memoriam thing? It's where so I'm sad about this. I have to buy another fucking bad eyes. <sighs> Dude, oh god! I was so happy when he threw that touchdown pass against the Jags. <laughs> I w- I took my jersey off. My dad was coming by the studio to watch the Bills Chiefs game. I took my jersey off because I was so nervous. Then I watched the touchdown. I threw the jersey on, went to the local pizza place, picked up a pizza for me, me and my dad to share. And I was just, I'm like, yes, this is it. This is it. We're going on a run. I, not, a run. I don't know if I've worn that jersey since. Um, I really don't. I don't even know if I packed. I think. No, I didn't even pack it with me on the on the so the two games I went to. It is another like I'm redesigning the stu- the the studio a little bit and removing stuff. And I, bro, period, uh, It's another one. It's going right next to Carson, man. It's going mm. right next to Carson. How sad. He was awful. Like I, I mean, I've looked back and watched a couple of games. He was awful. I don't know if it was the shoulder or or what but he it i know the offensive line was crap he had no time so that that didn't help but he looked like he was all of 55 years old playing quarterback yeah i just i i still don't know how to pinpoint it i don't i i got i really don't like i want to blame everybody but matt ryan nah he deserves like you know at least 75 percent of blame he sucked sorry matt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's Wait, awful yeah, I, and i tried so hard during the season to give him like uh just breaks and whatnot but looking back at it now sitting here in this moment he was trash is it bad that i hate carson more than i do matt ryan no not at all carson was a it was awful 
And he he didn't Matt Ryan at least had the shoulder injury. He didn't have the same protection that that Carson did. Um, he didn't have the same like Jonathan Taylor went off when we had Carson Wentz. Yeah. So you know, really that whole collapse uh, towards the playoff that was Carson's fault. So screw him with you know the elephant dick when all when it's all said and done. Yeah, he's unemployed too. Redheaded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate him. <laughs> Uh, I got nothing. I, I don't have a whole lot else. Uh, is there anything you want to add before we get another Rogers ran in? Um, no, I just really hope that we resign Paris Campbell and get Anthony Richardson. Like that would be, so I, I'm assuming you're, you're on the AR 15 train now as well. I'm assuming Aaron Rodgers, Yes. No, that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's, I Stroud and Young to me are out of the out of the picture. Um, if for some reason, you know, uh, those two teams picked the defensive lineman, just just say like for for just and giggles, they picked a defensive lineman. We had the choice of all any four quarterback. Who would you want? Still Stroud. Yeah, still Stroud. I'm uh, really hoping like Will Levis gets another Bible verse tatted on him, and Frank just can't pass up on it. And drafts him first overall. I mean, we'll see. They just signed Andy Dalton. The Panthers did. So who knows? They might hold off on quarterback for another year. We'll see. Oh, man. If they got they got Dalton, they're getting Stroud. Stroud is Dalton, like, on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're definitely going yeah. Stroud. Yeah. Ugh. We shall see. Um, all right. Rant away, my friend. All right. Well, you know, I'm not a very religious person. Uh, back in my youth, there's a really shady youth pastor that uh, that you know diddled like a girl, and you know that it just kind of put me off on on organized religion. And if that didn't do it, Frank Wright's limey snake oil salesman self did. F you, Frank. You came off being so genuine and sweet, and then you come in like a bandit in the night and taking over the number one spot. What is wrong with you? How dare you? You know the Colts have been just dying to have a, a franchise quarterback and you'd sell the farm you sell dj moore to chicago you're you're an asshole an absolute asshole i hate you i defended you time and time again and then here you are showing your orchard park bills colors being a bullshit artist just hurting the colts right right when we're down just kicking us while we're down we wanted freaking we want a quarterback damn it why did you have to do what you did why? You think you're cool? No. No. Random thing 316 says, I'm going to go cry. Side note, fuck you, Matt Eberflus, for helping out your old pal. Yeah, right. uh, fuck some of that, Flus. Also. They gave you a job, asshole. Hey, Frank Wright didn't even hire you. That's Mike true. Mike McDaniels did. And we kept you. We kept you on top. You know, because uh, Josh McDaniels left. He said, no, no. Frank. Eberflus is cool. He's with us. He's staying. And you're going to go help out that old bastard? Screw you too. Yeah. And you know what? Side side note, I feel like Bobby the Brain Heenan right now when Hulk Hogan turned his back on millions of Hulkamaniacs and finally justified it, the piece of shit that, that Hulk Hogan, I mean, Frank Reich is. Just human piece of shit, just Bible thumping. Um, told you all along. Told me all along. I told you all along. I knew it. I knew it. I tried fighting it for years, two years, um, actually more so one. Uh, all right. Horrible, horrible human being. Awful. 
cut the he cut the Colts off right at the neck. He said, Jim Mersey, kiss my kiss my John three sixteen ass and and, and, I and Jim, why Jim ass never won a Super Bowl ring. Jim well. Jim Mersey, suck my old testament. Um all right. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. And and he, he got us. He we got bamboozled. Honestly, right Frank wrong. probably had nothing to do with any of this. In all seriousness, no, not, not one bit. <laughs> in all seriousness, he probably... got to take it on somebody though. <laughs> <laughs> This—that's where all sides are pointing to. So, uh, for those who listen to us for the first time, we did not mean a single bit of that. Uh, we know Frank Frank's a great I guy. I love you, Frank. Yeah, come back. No, <laughs> no, I, don't I, do I like that. Psycho. No, no, no. You pushed like that way psycho. too far. You pushed yeah. it way. It, I did. You, you, you I did. crossed the line. You come back as like a motivational speaker, like you know, do a do a rah rah speech at halftime. Yeah, that'll go. No, away. his motivational speeches are no. That's what caught us. That's what got us in trouble <laughs> the last time. Quad guys got to climb that mountain. Oh. One percent powder. That wood. Oh wait, no, that wasn't him. One percent powder every day, guys. Come on. <laughs> no, we love Frank. Um, but that is it, everybody. Uh, as we said before, we'll try and keep you updated. Anything happens, we will post a new episode and give our thoughts and opinions. We want to thank you so much, as always, uh, for giving us the time of day. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next time right here on Colts Fans. AR-15, baby. Bow, 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 bow. In Bill's land. Y'all still stink.